Hey everybody, welcome to Asian Ultimate Life, the podcast. This is podcast number three, and as always, I am your host, Jared Connors from Phnom Penh, Cambodia. This week, we're recapping three tournaments that happened over the last weekend. Barra Single Gender, Mekong Cup, and Turn Up Taiwan. And so we're going to be talking to Yasmin from Brunei, Pete from Bangkok, and Austin from Taipei. Enjoy the show! Hey y'all, before we get started, just want to tell you that including YouTube viewings and downloads, about a thousand people have already seen this podcast. So it's a great opportunity to get your company out there and to help me pay for my internet. So with sponsorship deals starting at only $10 a week, you should probably give it a go. All right, give me a shot if you're interested and you should be interested. Okay, let's start her up. And hey, to start off, I am here with Yasmin Pacha um, from Brunei. If you don't yet know lovely Yasmin, she runs she pretty much runs uh, Brunei Ultimate down there. Um, even though she's not doing that much running these days, um, hopefully she'll be back out there soon. She's taking care of some other physical business. Um, hey, how you doing? Hey, Jared. I'm good. This last weekend, there were a number of tournaments. Um, the one that people probably know the least about um, is the tournament you guys had in Brunei. What what happened down in Brunei this last weekend? We have the Bar Ultimate Single Gender. Um, it's the second one this uh, we've had. We had one last year. Uh, it's it's a, basically... Uh, single gender obviously so we have uh, teams of guys and teams of girls playing on the same day at the same field uh, we had about 250 or 8 male teams and 6 female teams uh, or 15 each oh that's, that's awesome um, do you do a lot of single gender tournaments down in Brunei? Uh, no I have it uh, for Bar Ultimate, uh, we, we only host it once a year, but there are other mini tournaments here, and they happen almost every two, three months. Well, like I've said, I'm a big fan of Brunei Ultimate. It's a small country with a lot of tournaments, and um, Yasmin takes care of running a whole bunch of them. Um, so, a whole bunch of folks playing single gender down there. Um, how did it all go? It went really, really well. Um, I had a lot of help from a lot of people. <laughs> uh, because I'm pregnant, I can't really go in the field or check anything. Um, but uh, the winners this year, uh, for the guys, it was Vikings. Uh, and in second place was Troopers. And in third was Huck the Disc. And then for the females, in first place was... Trooper Troopers, and in second place was the Vikings, which is the Vikings female counterpart, and Have You Seen My Rose, which is uh, my lady's team. I didn't say. <laughs> the top three teams uh, basically shown, they, 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 they were very, very good, because um, on the lady side, the remaining three teams were quite new. So we could see a huge difference in scores. Um, but when they went against each other, the scores weren't that high. So competitively, they're 
almost even maybe just you know seminalized troopers troopers really came out uh, on top for the girls because um, they lost because we had a round robin first and troopers actually lost against have you seen my rose and my queens and um, during the knockouts they came back and they won by like two three points for the for both games they just came back and I think it's their stamina because those girls are amazing. Well, that's awesome. Do these teams train together a lot or do they usually train uh, mixed? Uh, most teams in Brunei train mixed. Um, for the single gender, it's usually like the month or two before then they finally get together and then they do something about it. Um, but most, most teams here would, uh, would train together mixed. What other tournaments you got coming up down there? I am hosting a university college level um, tournament in about three weeks. Uh, that's called Bara Ultimate Ulti Uni Cup. And in December, we're hosting our biggest tournament, uh, which is the one I, I'm hoping you're going to come to. <laughs> uh, but I do know it's also the weekend Vietnam hat is also on. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but we've got teams coming in from the U.S. We've got a Texan team coming in. Um, they missed out last year because of uh, the university didn't allow them to leave at last at, at the last minute. They had to pull out. But usually they come down every year to come. And this, of course, is Bandar Open. Yes, Bandar Ultimate Open. Bandar Ultimate Open. One of these days, one of these days, I'm going to get down there. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you for taking the time to chat with me today. Um, I know I will have you back on the podcast again, and we will talk more about Brunei Ultimate in the future. Yes, it'd be great. Thanks, Harry. All right. See you later. Hey, everybody. And now I am here with... Peter Funnicotter, who is one of the founders of Mekong Cup and has joined us to tell us about what happened last weekend in Ho Chi Minh City. How you doing, Pete? Yeah, hey, good. Thanks, Jerry. Good to see you again this weekend. It was an awesome time. Uh, how'd it go for you? Uh, yeah, it was really good. Um, we, from Bangkok, we brought two teams this year um, and decided that since it's a development tournament, it would be... Uh, probably not the right thing to send an A-side and a B-side. Uh, so we, we wanted to look at a way to try and split the teams evenly. And so basically we took everyone except for one or two players who was 34 and above and everyone who was 33 and below um, and split them into two teams based on age. So we had some really old players um, on our team, uh, which was pretty awesome. I mean, Dan Maxson, 52, still going strong. Uh, but on the, the young pups, as we call them, uh, they... They had some great players as well and, and really ran hard. Um, I think it gave them a good chance to um, you know, develop themselves on the leadership side uh, from, from a, uh, an opportunity they don't normally have at tournaments. So that was, yeah, it was really good. Oh, you mentioned that the uh, Mekong Cup is a developmental tournament. Uh, what do you mean by that? And can you tell us about a little bit about how Mekong Cup came to be? Uh, okay, well, it, it originally started about... Well, it was four years ago, uh, so the conversation must have happened a little bit longer than that. Uh, we were at the Malaysian Ultimate Open 
and I think we had a team from Cambodia there, you were there, uh, Chiang Mai and Bangkok, and we're sitting there going, well, why aren't we doing something like this a little bit closer to home uh, so that it's easier, and Chiang Mai can send two teams, Bangkok can send two teams, you know, Cambodia can send two teams potentially, um, and get the younger players playing a bit more. And the other side was to try and make it a little bit cheaper. So. A lot of the tournaments, uh, like the, the Bangkok had, for instance, you know, free flow beer with tons of food and all these types of things, and discs, shirts. We decided to cut all that out so that the players who maybe are a little bit more financially constrained um, could still go and, and play in a tournament um, that was competitive, but not too competitive. So no rigger teams or any of that kind of stuff. Um, it's gone from strength to strength. So first years were in Bangkok last year. Uh, you guys kindly hosted it in Cambodia, and then this year we we're in, uh, in Saigon. Um, at a great facility at uh, RMIT. Uh, honestly, given the amount of rain that those guys had last week, I don't know how the, the fields weren't rice paddies. Um, it, was, it was a really, really good uh, venue to have it. It was. That's, uh, it actually amazes me how well that venue holds up. That's just one thing you couldn't help saying over and over again. Like, after all that rain, the field was in great condition on Sunday. Mm. Um, and on Sunday, we saw some, some great action. So uh, tell us what happened. Sunday semifinals, we, we saw uh, Voodogs go up against Baymax with Baymax coming out on top. Uh, Baymax is a, a young team, and they've got some, some good leaders, but a, a lot of young players. Uh, guys, what's his name? Harry, I think, the, the 19-year-old. Uh, Harry um, Incredible, incredible player. So he was pulling everything down, great throws too. Um, so Baymax dominated over Voodoo, and sadly in the other semifinal, uh, Spartans, uh, who are the eventual tournament winners, um, came out over top over over us old dogs. Um, we kept it close, but in the end, you know, those guys had the, the legs and the training and the, the motivation uh, to come through and, and pull it out. Um, they certainly were the better team. So then we got to the final. Uh, final was interesting, actually. It uh, was level at six, um, and then went into the half with, uh, with uh, Spartans going up by one over, over Baymax, and then they didn't look back. Uh, the second half, the Spartans scored every point except for, for one. Um, and, and Baymax sadly had to go home with the silver medals. But it's really impressive where these guys have come in a short period of time. Um, and a lot of them are really young. It's, it's great to see that we had five Vietnamese teams at the, the tournament this weekend, which is exactly what the Mekong Cup was, was set up for. Um, the fact that you know there, there are five teams in Vietnam, when you consider that two years ago there was one, um, is a huge uh, accomplishment for those guys. Uh, I mean, both the Boos have, have done so much hard work, I think, uh, in developing the sport in Vietnam. Um, they deserve a huge amount of credit, not just for organizing a great tournament this weekend, but for getting young Vietnamese people playing. Uh, and, uh, and I hope to continue to see it grow. Um, and hopefully the Mekong Cup was a, an opportunity to help develop uh, for a lot of those. I don't want to shortchange the actual eventual champions, uh, Spartans, Spartans for the tournament. Um, yeah, those guys train hard. God, do they ever. Um, I mean, they, they won it last year. They, they won it again this year. Um, and if they come back next year, they'll be, they'll be hard to beat as well. They didn't slow down at all. You know, they, they had a second year to go into. Um, and, and they pulled everything down. They barely dropped a disc. And they, they moved the disc around the whole field. Yeah, great team. Nice uh, guys, too. Yeah. Yeah. For those who don't know, uh, Spartans are a spinoff of Disc Knights. Down in uh, down in Singapore, so that's who those guys are. Some of their uh, some of the younger players, and they are also a, definitely a developmental team. Though uh, 
again this weekend seems slightly more developed than uh, the rest of the teams they're playing, and they played great and were deserving champions. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, are there any other standout performances you think deserve deserve mentioning? My standout performance always goes to a guy named Dan Axon. Dan's Dan's fifty, so he might even be fifty three this week, um, and he still can maybe not outrun all the young guys. We can certainly outwit them. Um, he was he was one of the standout players on the on the old dogs this weekend. For me personally, I love that there was a team coming out of Hanoi. First time Hanoi yeah. sent a team yeah. to the tournament. Traffic, yeah. Traffic was great, uh, led by uh, Brendan, as well as Emily and James, formerly of Korea. Um, yeah. They have done a great job with those guys, and it was really nice to see them play hard, and they were B-Division champions as well, so congratulations they were, yeah, on right. Traffic. Um, yeah, and I think they, their spirit was especially good. Um, the, the other wild card in this tournament that I thought was really interesting was the uh, Don't Disc Canada in their first ever tournament. Right, tell us a, a little bit about these guys. incredibly fit Canadian teachers. Um, uh, unbelievable from the Canadian International School. They, uh, they didn't win a lot of games, but they caught a lot of discs uh, that you would not expect anyone to catch. And they pulled some incredible hucks uh, at certain times of the game. And they're, they're good characters. So I hope we see them again next year, too. Hopefully they, they stick with the sport. And they were actually the uh, the party winners as well. I left uh, decently late, and they were still going hard. They put on a hell of a performance. Finally, I would want to mention uh, Tornado, a very new new group from Ho Chi Minh City, who, from what I hear, play out in the street. Um, and they actually played quite well. Couldn't pull in a victory, but it was great to see them out there. Uh, they were led by Tang, who I'm not sure if you know, but I've known him for a couple of years, and he is coming off of pretty serious knee surgery. And it was, it was great to see him back out there, and that was a, a big plus for me in my weekend. So it was great to see Tom out there. Yeah, cool. yeah. The, the other uh, team that I'd like to point out, as always, the, they always seem to win it, the, the Spirit Award, whatever tournament they're in, is uh, the great guys from Sabidus, who, even though Saigon's not far from being jammed as the crow flies, it's a real nightmare to get there. You've got to either fly through Phnom Penh or Sam Reed. Or you've got a truck over to Don Tani and then down to Don Mung Airport in Bangkok and back over. It's you know it's, it's a full day trip almost. So uh, seeing those guys there um, in force with a, a big loud contingent, uh, seeing Sabidus was great uh, and great for for Justin for bringing his kids down too. Uh, that's always fun. Yeah, big shout out to uh, Justin Boggs and Jen Brown and those folks who uh, yeah. you know. Uh, who made that happen for those guys, yeah. and a well, well-deserved Spirit Award. I love playing yeah. those guys. Thanks, Pete. I'm going to move on, and uh, got some other folks to talk to. So uh, thanks for taking the time to uh, talk to me today. Appreciate it. Good seeing you, and uh, hopefully see you at the tournament soon. It's going to happen. All right. Thanks right. a lot. Bye-bye. And finally, I am here... Back with uh, Austin, who you remember gave us a very detailed preview of what he saw happening in uh, Turn Up Taiwan. And uh, now let's find out if his predictions came to fruition. Uh, hey, Austin, how'd the weekend go? Uh, hey, Jared, it was great. Um, it was uh, everything we hoped and more, I think. Um, and I hope that that was true for, for the teams going. You know, we really. 
made an effort to listen to everyone's feedback last year and improve on the things that they thought we should improve on. The fields, we made our priority um, right off the bat. So I think that went well. It would have been nice if it rained a little bit more before, before uh, the tournament, but uh, I think you know they were flat, they were regulation size, um, and uh, yeah, we were able to get some great games on them. And, uh, and uh, we also, I think, improved on the party. The venue was great. Had a view of Taijong, and um, yeah, I guess it was kind of everything that we hoped it would be um, when we talked about it in our very detailed preview last time. Um, but uh, yeah, so I think overall, better than last year. Hey, the, the first question that comes to mind, which uh, I didn't tell you about earlier, uh, what happened in the arm? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I was just itching my ear. I wasn't trying to call attention to it. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, I broke my hand in uh, the first point of the first game against Fast Count. I was just, yeah, it's just, I didn't know. It just felt like a jammed, uh, kind of like a jammed couple of fingers. Um, but it got pretty big, and uh, I just played a lefty the whole weekend. Luckily, I've, I've been practicing my lefty backhand since college, so it finally uh, paid off. But... Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, that was that was fun. Um, so uh, we can pretty much say that a lot of Wisby's success this weekend was due to the fact that you were playing lefty. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I wasn't able to turn it over nearly as much as I as I usually do. Um, the decisions uh, were a lot calmer, and uh, <laughs> I was just a, a cutter, and I just dumped it pretty much most of the time, and. I think overall it helps more. Maybe I'll play lefty from now on. Okay. So what happened? Uh, give us some results. Results. Okay. Fans so um, coming into the weekend, we were looking at uh, LGW, um, Niku Tomoko, which was the Japanese team, MIT, Wisby Nation, and uh, I think Sid Vicious is kind of the favorites, um, the most likely to be in the semis and finals. Uh, maybe Hua as well. Um, but... Uh, yeah, a lot of crazy stuff happened on the first day. Um, Arctic Stars went 4-0. Arctic Stars is a team from Taichung, kind of the um, smaller roster, but uh, I wouldn't say the B team of MIT, but uh, they because they certainly have just as skilled players, but they definitely have a much shorter rotation than them. So it was pretty surprising to see them go all the way to the semis, um, and they got to play MIT, um, their crosstown rival, and um, and I think what was pretty heated game actually, but. Um, yeah, so they they surprised. Um, we were on. We were sad to see LGW. Um, they had a tough schedule. I think on the second day they had to play Sid Vicious, which was the hardest quarterfinal I think there was. So I think if LGW had you know had um, gone four zero, it might have been in the semis or maybe even the finals. But Sid Vicious was was the the big surprise. I guess we knew they were going to be pretty solid, but they you know they. Um, Came out with a lot of fire. Derek Ramsey was there. Will Steedman and Tim Martin um, from Wisby Nation played with them, and uh, but they had very good Filipino players as well. Um, and uh, we got to play them in a very enjoyable, very physical, um, tight semifinal. We played MIT in the final, and MIT beat us actually in Taichung um, uh, a few months ago on the same field. But we we beat them pretty handily in the final. Um, 15 to 7, I think. 15 to 8, maybe. Um, so I think we, we, we made it, both teams made it exciting. MIT didn't just uh, um, give up. It was still a really exciting game. There were some fun plays. Ewan was the MVP. Um, I don't think there was any doubt um, from the first play of the game when she laid out for a, 
an errant throw that she was going to be the MVP of that game. I think um, that's a, that was in your predictions, actually. Somewhere in your predictions that she was going to end up yeah. as the MVP anyway. So Yeah, yeah, because she plays with more heart coming. than I've, I've, I mean, she's just awesome. She had a sweet inside flick break huck um, that was that was great. She and Kat matched up, and they're best friends, so that was really fun to watch. Um, and uh, on the guy side, you know, MIT has a ton of skill. They've got Bobo, who's played with Buzz Bullets, and um, he played really great. But we had, you know, we had, a, I think, the same numbers, so it wasn't really a depth issue for them. I think it was just, a, you know, Wisby takes pride in our pressure defense, and I think that just kind of got to them after a few points, um, just having to, you know, fight through physicality a lot and um, to get open. So, um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a great game. Outside of the semis and the finals, anyone else who put on a good show? I think Nico Tomoko played really well on the first day. I mean, they had an unfortunate upset on Universe Point on the second day in the pre-quarters. Um, they lost their their semi. They lost their crossover on the first day to Sid Vicious, so they had the hardest crossover. Um, and then they, you know, they had a tough loss in the pre-quarters. They played Chucky's in the pre-quarters. Oh, Chucky's in pre-quarters. Yeah, the pool A was kind of the pool of death. It had MIT, uh, Sid Vicious, and Chucky's all in it. And then Assassin, who also was a big surprise in the in the B pool, they won the B pool um, finals. They uh, they lost. You know, they, obviously they had the hardest pool, so they um, you know they didn't quite quite make the uh, the A pool uh, bracket. But they uh, they they beat Convicts, I think, in the B pool championship. So. They were the other host team. Um, Awe is the owner of Ulti Rotate, and he helped chat out a little bit um, with, with hosting this. So it was cool to see them uh, pull that out. Um, I think it was good for their program. They're really young, but um, yeah, a lot of energy. It's cool to see them win that. Um, other surprises, I think How Cool um, wasn't really a surprise, especially after last year, but they made it to the quarters they beat Hua in the in their pre quarter. That's a good win. Um, so I, yeah, I think that was kind of a surprise. Yeah, it was great for how cool to get a, a, a quality win from them. And um, I think they ended up playing. Sorry, I should have the schedule in front of me, but I think they played MIT in the quarters and lost to yeah the eventual finalists. Yao Shong played really well. I thought um, you know they've got pretty much all new players on their team, but uh, they they partied well and they played well. They've put up four against us, and they looked really solid. Um, you know, it's clear they've come a long way. So um, that was cool to see, seeing Ultimate growing in the south of, of Taiwan, um, thanks to Forrest Waters and, and Rob Hawkins. Um, boy, Rob. Yep. We miss him uh, We miss him in Phnom Penh. He was uh, here for a number yeah. of years. So. Oh, okay. Definite good yeah. dude. Definite good dude. Yeah, yeah. Austin, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to talk to me and to Have everyone here and tell us what happened at turn up uh, Taiwan 2015 and uh, thanks a lot man thanks for everything you do Jared talk to you later buddy all right see ya so that brings to an end podcast number three for Asian ultimate life hey a reminder if you are interested in sponsoring this podcast it is a great way to gain visibility for your company or product if you're interested give me a shout at Jared Connors at gmail.com and so next week, we'll be talking to Heng and Vuta from Cambodia. So tune in for that. Until next week, I'm Jared Connors, and see ya.